Welcome to another episode of the Jude Forum. This week, I believe it is episode 10, but that is 100% a total guess. I did not bother to look before, and uh, I'm not turning back now. Anyways, I'm going to be your host, your 2020 Jude champion, and guaranteed not last place or 13th participant of the year, Charlie Stevens. Quick episode, fastest 69 seconds, and uh, just a little bit of me rambling here at the end, planning on a big uh, hour-long Thanksgiving extravaganza episode coming up this time next week. Uh, Going to be recording with all the equipment with the boys and Dina. So, uh, like I said, just keeping it short the last couple of weeks, but you know, you're going to get Hayward's segment in there next week. Uh, hopefully, hopefully get some more new people on the pot. Without further ado... Uh, here we go. Breaking news. Najee Harris is still alive. All the fuss talk finally got to him. And he said, wait. Titties are supposed to be busty, not first rounders, and he put up his first 20 plus point performance of the year. Not only did Najee have a day, but George Kettle Corn popped out for Blake as well. This loss kept Ben in 13th place, which is a number that got Kenyon Drake extra excited, extra excited for this I'm on raw dogging. Ben is finding out really quick how hard this league is, but don't worry. He'll tell you he's about to take a shot of Jameson Irish Whiskey Williams straight off the IR to save his roster. Honestly, Ben is starting to remind me of the U.S. soccer team. He's just happy he got the invite. I'm on Raw 124. <laughs> got shot Robinson's 93. What? We take it on up to Chirac, where David met up with Eric for the games and brought some traditional deep dick pizza. Bealster really brought the party with his cocaine Cowboys D and QB Crack Prescott. Eric tried his best to protect his chub, but ended up getting DP'd, that's Donovan Peopled, attorney at law, and rammed dangerously close to the edge of the playoffs. Meow, 137, Eric, 97. What? This matchup came down to the wire and ended up closer than the physical, mental, and emotional connection Charlie and Donnie feel every time they turn each other off. Chase snatched the Antonio Gibson guitar out of Bass's hands and came up with his own song. I just want a quarter rolly 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 with a Patterson. Let's just hope Chase puts Tua back in next week because I don't want to see him go down the wrong path and become a Derek Carr tower. Fast, on the other hand, got screwed by the Niners being too good and benching Brandon Ayuk cranked that soldier boy in the second half. Both of these teams have a big few weeks coming up as they fight for a playoff spot. Think fuck 108. Palmer, go fuck yourself. It's a pretty rude name. 107.5. What? Some spread. 
I, uh, I did something wrong here. I accidentally did the fast chase game twice. Uh, looks like Hayward's game got left out. Sorry, Aidburn. We'll come back to you. We stay in the motherland. <laughs> As Bass comes home to, to battle against Chase's rebounding season spoiler of a squad. Alan Robinson did his best Matthew McConaughey impression as he did everything he could to help Bass, but his efforts were pointless. Murph! Murph! Interstellar, get it? Jake Buck also did his best Matthew McConaughey impression when he said, Hey Bass, you got a dub on you? Uh, no, not on me. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Chased by a nut hair, 108. Bass for the second week in a row, 107. Good lord, this guy's got more heartbreaks to write about than Taylor Swift. What? What? Woo! What? Gray's team has literally turned into the meme of the Grim Reaper walking down rooms in a hallway and leaving a blood trail after each room. This game was no different as it was another bloodbath. Gray put up his usual 140, except this time he did it without any running backs. He had six RBs on five and was forced to start Chase and Bust and Caleb Suckley. His team continues to look unstoppable. Meanwhile, Jenkins should just open up a foster home at this point. He's got a great start with Clyde, Thielen, Isaiah McKenzie, Melvin Gordon, and Amir Abdullah making up his bench. Will the reigning champ even make the playoffs this year? We might need a PSFFPS stat on whether or not the rating champ has ever missed the playoffs the next year. Stupid Smurf 141, J. Bankrupt 89. We close it out as we make the short trip to Duval, where Charlie Top Donnie Bottom took on Palmer in a matchup of heavy playoff implications. Palmer tested positive for taking the limitless pill after the players he traded to his opponent earlier this year combined for negative points. Charlie Top Donnie Bottom tested positive for taking the birth control pill as they are doing everything they can at the last minute to prevent a playoff berth. Must be one hell of a fish on the line the way this team is reeling. And we're gonna run that one back again because we usually don't call our own games, but when we play each other, we had to make an exception. It ended up being a snooze fest of a matchup, but my boy Tay-Tay came through late late and said, watch me whip, now watch me nay-nay on my way-way to this overtime game winner. Josh Allen and Saquon combined for just 18, but it wasn't a problem, especially when Williams wanted Jamal to smoke and popped out for three touchdowns. And how fitting is it for Ron Chippendale Moore and Nefarious Kadarius Tony to combine for negative .6 against me after I traded them both away for Zeke. Free my boy KK, 100. And Charlie Top Donnie Bottom, 72. And let me just freestyle this last one here as Philip travels to Tampa to take on H. Burns' steamroller of a roster. Hayward is living it up, uh, base style as Amari, keep it in your pooper, held it together, taped his butt cheeks, and scored 31 points. 
Mark Andrews. <laughs> Mark Andrews found his way out of the shitter and put up 12 in the tight end position. Phil just found himself Brandon cooked for the week and ends up as Hayward's Trey McBride. He's going to be the wife. Hayward's going to be the husband. But hey, Brett Maher scored 21 points. So that's pretty cool. Anyways, Hayward, 119. Phil, 84. And that was your fastest 69 seconds for week 11. Gonna be another little quick pod this week. I think uh, my plan is to basically have like a Thanksgiving homecoming extravaganza episode. Uh, you know, we're gonna get Hayward in there. That's a guest spot. I am so much looking forward to. Gonna see all the boys. Boys are back in town. Call Thin Lizzy. Uh, Gonna be a great time, and I really, I'm just gonna show up. I'm bringing the equipment. It's not a lot, but we got this new mic, as you can hopefully hear. And uh, just anybody who's anybody wants to sit down, get vocal on the pod, please be my guest. We'll do some group pods. We'll do some solo pods. But I want to hear from y'all. Y'all heard enough out of me for the last uh, what eight or nine episodes now. So really, just looking forward to that. That being said, it really has been a, a pretty cool week in the in the league. Um, Beals to reign supreme. Gray keeps rolling. Donnie and Charlie lose to Palmer. Palmer stays in that three spot. Um, something I did want to point out, though, and I didn't even really think about it until Palmer brought it up to me, being the just the wise guy that he is. The two players that we started against him, that he traded to us, Rondale Moore and Kadarius Toney. Just when it looked like we had Palmer on the ropes, those two go down. First quarter, back-to-back, and primetime spots. Can Palmer see the future? I mean, I'm not even mad. I'm flat-out impressed. The way this guy knew. He set us up. He he mousetrapped us. And we walked right into it. Didn't see it coming. I'm worse than General Custer out here. That's a history reference for uh, for those of you who don't know who General Custer is. Give it a look. Look it up. It's quite the story. Just found that fascinating. Especially after they've been good these past two weeks. And then to add insult to injury, we gave him Zeke Elliott. That was a pretty good week. And Palmer didn't even start him. Beats us anyway. Would I want Zeke Elliott on my team right now? Still a no. You know, and I can still say he's created zero points for Palmer, so that's got to feel good. But uh, yeah, what a what a long term headsy play by Palmer there. Don't know how he does it, but uh, I think the only logical conclusion is he actually won the lottery syndicate and uh, hasn't told anybody. He bought his own side ticket, never sent a picture, because clearly he knows the future. Um, it would just explain so much. It really would. But then beyond that, you know, Hayward's team leapfrogs us. Saw that one coming. Bragged on him all last week. Felt good about his team. He's getting a little too hot too early, maybe. That's if you're Hayward, do you lose on purpose? Pump the brakes a little bit. You just want to preserve that six, seven, eight playoff spot. Now you jump into five. 
People recognize he is legit. You have expectations, and that's the most dangerous thing you can have in this league going into the playoffs. <clears throat> Number six, you got Charlie Top, Donnie Bottom. Just hanging in there. Just got to scrap one or two wins together here to put our spot on ice. Speaking of being on ice, I will say Donnie and I popped some champagne this week because while we lost in heartbreaking fashion, and it was heartbreaking, uh, I will say that by Ben and Henry losing, we officially locked up, guaranteed, we will not be bottom two this year, we will not be sharing a team next year, and that by itself is worth celebrating. So get out that bottle of Vouve you've been holding on to for a while, and boop, send it, because we are free. Mission accomplished. I'm like, give me that, here's a, here's a, uh, a verbal verbal meme for you. It's Donnie and I standing on the aircraft carrier like George Bush with the huge banner behind mission accomplished. Goal number one, objective number one, do not come in last again. Check. Dunzo. Goal number two, win the damn thing. Still working on that. Quite frankly, not going so great at the moment, but we're working on it. We're a team of ups and downs. And it's been one of my most fun years playing fantasy. I was thinking that today. Now I'm just rambling. Didn't mean to talk about this at all. But it occurred to me. I was like, you know, all my years, I'm either like dominating and you don't really have to check the lineup. Or you suck and you don't check the lineup as much. But this has been the most like up and down and battling. And you're on the edge and you really feel like you got a shot team. Uh, scrappy. It's been fun. It's been fun sharing a team. I uh, If it does end up being Ben and Henry, and I'll get to that in a minute, but... If, that, if it ends up being them sharing a team, well, I can't wait. I don't know what it's like to be on the outside looking in, but let me tell you from the inside, it has just been a lovely experience. Maybe that's just because Donnie is the shit, as it turns out. Cool guy, cool guy Donnie. Never knew, you know? Uh, but, you know, we really look into, uh, we should really look into socialized uh, uh, financing for the country. And on top of that, just an overall great guy. Pretty radical ideas when it comes to government, but really just overall great guy. And that's all you need. That's all you, got. That's all you need to be down to drink a beer, swing a golf club, you know, and radicalize the government. Now, behind us, we got Eric Shelley repping it from Chicago. Ugly roster. Not even sure how he got this far, but he's sort of in a spot, and he's, he's got the same record as Donnie and I, so I can't talk too much, but he... Uh, definitely has a vibe of uh, falling out of the playoffs, I want to say. I mean, let's look at his upcoming schedule. It's not going to be too easy, I don't think. Let's see here. Uh, the only good thing he's got is that Bass is right behind him, and Bass has suffered two of the worst losses I've seen in back-to-back -back weeks. Absolutely tough. Uh, he's got Bass this week. Well, there you go, folks. Winner or loser of that, that is going to have massive playoff implications. Uh, then he closes his season with Ben. That's a win. And me and Donnie. That's another game of possibly massive playoff implications. We are really getting down to the nitty-gritty, and I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself looking three weeks ahead, but there are so many just interesting storylines that I feel like need to be looked at. Behind him, you got Palmer. They're playing this week. That's going to be a fantastic game. If Palmer wins, they're both going to be 6-6, six and six, and Palmer's going to have the points advantage. Uh, 
same thing, five and six, you got Jenkins Mock. You know, he he uh, he said he wanted to split the last two games. That's exactly what it is. That puts him in a spot. Jamar Chase cannot come back soon enough for that young man. Uh, excited to see him in Thanksgiving. We got him playing Hayward this week. Love that. <clears throat> then he's playing, uh, he's got Palmer and Henry. We'll see about that. I mean, Palmer was due for a down week, but he kind of had it, and he got away with one there. That's, you know, it's all about those gritty wins uh, sometimes. You know, they got to rely on your fantasy defense. But Jenkins, who is currently on, what is it, the outside looking in. I, it's a, it's going to be a hell of a run for him. And at 5-6, and six, from the literal clouds, people, be rich, Blake Richardson. He's got to be so happy with the way this is panning out. He's also he's looking at an outside shot. His biggest problem is he's playing Donnie and I this week, Gray next week, and Palmer the next week. So this might sound like loser talk, but I would say Blake can take a little solace in, hey, at least you made a little bit of a run. You have protected yourself from the bottom two spots of the league. That's nice. That's a, that's a good deal. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, know, you got to be happy with the way got your, you started 2-1. and one, Then it just got ugly in the middle there. Now you're getting a little scrappy at the end. And who knows? Crazier things have happened. He could backdoor his way in there. Not dead yet. Speaking of dead, we get to the bottom four of the league. That would be Phil, Chase, Ben, and Henry. Now, y'all might have seen my message earlier today, but it just so happens that these four just stellar franchises are actually all taking on each other one way or another this week. You got Phil taking on Henry, and you got Ben taking on Chase. Now, Chase feels like the best team out of the four. He's getting a little hot. His roster, he feels kind of like, like a hobo with a knife who is just really... Got some, he got his hands on some good crack here late in the season because that man is dangerous. That is not a roster you want to be going up against at this point. Uh, you know, it's nothing too crazy from a distance, but you get up close and there's some pieces there. You think, uh, you know, I don't want to be messing with that. You might get shanked. You might find your way out of the playoffs. He's taking on Ben. Ben's had, to Ben's credit, Probably not the 13th worst team in the league, but you got to chalk that one up to variance. Was I the 13th worst team in the league last year? I would say no. But guess what? Still shared a team. <clears throat> so I'm excited to see how that one pans out. And then even more so than that, you got Phil taking on Henry. Henry's team showing signs of life. Will he make roster moves this week? I don't know, but it's thrilling to think about thrilling and if he does i'd say he's got a pretty good chance of beating phil who is just absolutely falling apart down the stretch here oh my goodness he's like mr potato head arms eyeballs his hat's gone it's just full-blown yard sale going on <clears throat> over there at phil's Franchise, And I don't really know. I mean, he, he has gotten extremely hurt. Uh, but will he be able to just hope and pray his way uh, out of the bottom two, see if he can just coast this thing to the finish? 
Uh, if he's able to get the win this week and Chase is able to get the win this week, I believe that is it. You can put it on ice. Your bottom two will be cemented. Ben in his first year in the Jude getting absolutely shellacked and kicked to the curb. Going to end up sharing a team with Henrado. Henry, usually a pretty good player in this league. Just an absolute bad year. Can't even blame too much on injury. Bad draft, bad management, bad luck, the trifecta. That This one's just a big time, write it off, stinker. No good, very bad, terrible year. And it happens to the best of us. But this year happened to you, pal. Now you got to share with Ben Jammin. <clears throat> Otherwise, that's pretty much all I had to talk about. I'm so excited to hear what Hayward has to say about the lane train, whether he's staying, going. Is Auburn a better program, or is it a poverty program, as I believe he said earlier? Now I got my head coach locked up, but uh, why would you want to go to Auburn at this point? You might catch Alabama on a down year. Okay, who else do you got to play? Georgia. <laughs> no thanks. People are going to laugh at me. Oh, you play in the ACC. Well, guess what? If that's an easier path to national championships, then so be it. But I'm not going to be the one starting my farm at the bottom of a valley and then complaining about the soil. Oh, it's a harder conference. It's tough. We play, we beat each other up down here. Yeah, well, that translates to no titles. I'm sorry for that. But it sounds like a whole lot of not my problem. Anyways. Needless to say, I'm psyched about that. Got USA coming up in the World Cup. I'm looking forward to hanging out with some of you fellas on Friday for that. FSU plays UF. That should be a beatdown. And I'm kind of thinking bowl picks this year. If I'm if I'm doing bowl picks, think to yourself, how much would you would you want to do $20 bowl picks, maybe $30 bowl picks? I don't know, but I feel like we've got the facilities now to do a pretty solid pick 'em pool uh, for the boys. Maybe scratch back some of that money you spent on fantasy, DraftKings, bets, what have you. Maybe you lost a mortgage payment on Stuart Sink. I don't know. Just spitballing here. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Kind of thinking we'll get some bowl picks going. In the meantime, keep hanging. And tune in next week for whatever mega extravaganza episode I'm able to cut together. Peace. Peace.